Welcome to Kava and Kettlebells, where we talk about kava, fitness, and life. Let's get kava fine. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Kava and Kettlebells. This is Charles. Hey, guys, this is Heidi. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at kava underscore kettlebells. Share with your friends and family and really help us get this message out. Okay, so on today's episode, we are going to go a little bit more into Kratom, specifically how to use Kratom and the benefits with um, working out and exercising. We'll also talk a little bit about, you know, what's the best way for you to split up your body parts during your workouts and just talk about, you know, recovery. Yeah, so like you guys had asked for, we're going to go a little bit more into Kratom. So as you can tell the past couple episodes, uh, we did an intro to Kratom. We did our Kratom side effect episode uh, just because we think it was necessary to get that, uh, get that information out there about the side effects of Kratom and why we are going to talk about Kratom and exercise is because it's starting to become something more popular within like the exercise and fitness space, I would say. Uh, not quite yet to like where like, you know, sort of like sports nutrition has kind of a hold in the space, but it's becoming more popular with, um, you know, your average like exercise enthusiast to like athletes I know, or even some of them are using uh, Kratom and just kind of talk about like our own personal use with it when it comes specifically to exercise. Yeah, and I do think Kratom is kind of like a little little hack that, you know, people who have discovered it as far as their fitness goes, it really is super beneficial. But again, we want to preface that we are not necessarily encouraging you to take Kratom, and when you do take Kratom, you need to, like we said in every single podcast, go start small, really start small, work your way up, don't get addicted, you need to, you know, cycle on and off. So we just want to preface that, that you still need to be safe about it. You still need to be, um, you know, respect the substance. Don't go overboard. Uh, but that being said, let's go into, you know, some of the perks. Yeah, so how I look at Kratom exercise is kind of two ways, right? So I look at it for the pre-workout benefits. So that's take, you know, consuming it before your workout and what it could do for you there. And also sort of the post-workout recovery window benefits too. Um, now, like if you mentioned, sorry, if you listen to our first Kratom episode, we talk about the different colors out there. So the big ones you're going to see are green, white, and red. And sometimes you'll see gold, but really it's the, it's the green, the whites that are the most popular that I'd say probably followed by the reds. And when it comes to exercising, let's start with a pre-workout uh, benefits first. So you might be asking like, okay, like, well, why should I use Kratom pre-workout? And I look at it in a couple different facets, right? So your white and your green Kratoms are kind of known for giving you uh, energy and sort of like a mental focus. Now, it's not going to be something like caffeine. Caffeine, whether you consume that in the form of pre-workout or coffee, that's a definite I mean, like, we, we've all had, like, a caffeine kick, right? Right. So we, we know the benefits of caffeine. It's going to wake you up. It's going to kind of get you, uh, you know, it, some of you might notice, like, your heart rate kind of speeds up a little bit. It actually does cause some vasodilation too, with the blood vessels. So uh, very good pre-workout. Uh, caffeine is an awesome ingredient for that. Don't kind of expect that with Kratom. It's not going to give you that sort of jolt 
that caffeine would. Now what it does do, especially the white and the green strains, it's going to give you a nice sort of like energy buzz and also kind of a mood lift too before you go work out. Which is, yeah, and that sort of mood lift is kind of why, you know, you'll see Kratom a lot at kava bars and people will, will drink Kratom for that kind of mood enhancement. Um, so we, when you're using it when you're working out though, again, you really, I encourage you to start really small and really figure out what dosing works best for you. So the worst thing you want to do is take too much and then you're trying to work out and you're just kind of all over the place. You know, you want to find that sweet spot. Um, for me, it's a lot less. Like I've said in the past, um, for me, it's like about 2.5 where Charles is more kind of like a four or five. Yeah. I mean... I do half a, so, basically I do like half a teaspoon, like a little less than half a teaspoon of the powder. A, a teaspoon of powder usually comes out depending on it's gonna depend on the vendor, even the strain, even the color, and how it's been prepared, but roughly a teaspoon is anywhere from about two to three grams of Kratom. Now, pre workout, you want energy, right? Like you don't want to be sleepy, you don't want to be out of it when you go to exercise and that's where the dosing comes into a factor because even if you're taking a red or a white strain if you consume like a high amount of it you're going to start going into the more sedating effects yeah. of kratom so even though you know you might have like a a white uh strain that's uh, more for energy when you start dosing it really high it's still going to give you some of that sedation so when you consume it pre-workout like how you said, start small. I would recommend, uh, even for someone who's you know more experienced, I wouldn't go more than a teaspoon or two pre-workout. Yeah, and again, kratom is very. It's not like, it's not like a drug. It's not a drug that you take and will give you one specific response. It's going to have very different effects on your body depending on how much you take. So you can use just a little bit and maybe that's going to be the best for pre-workout or maybe you need a little bit more if it's more for pain or even more for sleep so don't feel like you have to go ham every time really 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 um, try and use as little as possible to get the desired results and going more into why you know maybe i would use it pre-workout so not only does it give you that cool little like you know energy mood buzz but and this is kind of where it becomes a double-edged sword, too. So one of the big things about Kratom is its pain relief properties. So, you know, how does that translate to uh, pre-workout? Well, if you take it pre-workout and you actually go into your workout, those of you, especially, um, you know, lifters or those who do, like, high intensity, you'll know sort of, like, that pain that comes with working out. Uh, the good pain, right, the, to know that you're pushing yourself uh, you know, you're getting the blood in the muscle, you know, especially if you're getting like a crazy pump. Sometimes, you know, the, the, the lactic acid builds up and it's harder to get more reps out. With Kratom, it kind of blunts that response a little bit. So not saying that you can't feel it, but it, it lessens a little bit. So it actually causes you to be able to push out a few extra reps here and there um, because you do have some of that pain relief in the body so it personally, like when, um, you know, I'm using it pre-workout and during my workout, I notice that I can do some extra reps here and there and kind of put, like overextend a little bit in a safe way, 
uh, just because, you know, I, I know my body and stuff, I can overextend a little bit uh, having it, you know, in my system. Yeah, I totally agree. So, you know, from an anecdotal experience for me, uh, it definitely just helps you, it makes you feel not as fatigued. It makes your muscles not feel like they need to stop, that they can just keep going. So, you know, my... PR for like deadlifting is 155, but typically if I'm not using Kratom, I can do like maybe three reps for that. Uh, but when I, I've done it, when I did take Kratom as a pre-workout, I can do like five or six reps. And you definitely, it kind of tricks your body because you feel like you're, you don't feel as fatigued while doing it, yeah. but you still will feel sore, you know, because you pushed harder, your body will feel it the next day. So that is why you have to be careful and you really need to know your body and know your limits. Um, you don't want to be relying on those signals because those signals will be blunted. So you need to understand that, you know, when you're going through that workout. That's, so what Heidi is saying is key and kind of like what I was talking about, you know, Kratom pre-workout being a, uh, you know, double-edged sword is the fact that like, yeah, it can help you push past some of those pain barriers, some of those endurance barriers, but you really got to be keen on your personal body, right? And sort of where you fall, knowing your limitations, because since it does help you overextend a little bit, you, you don't want to go you don't want to overextend too much in a way that's going to cause overtraining or an injury. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that sort of discomfort is if you are an experienced weightlifter, if you've been doing it for a while, you crave that feeling. Like you crave that feeling in the gym of that, that pain. But people who are new to it, like I have so many clients who it's really hard for them to get over that hump because it's uncomfortable. Like it's not a comfortable feeling people say like, oh, it feels good, but not for everyone. For a lot of people, it's like, no, this hurts. Yeah. Like this is like what's happening. You know, when you get a pump in order to get a pump, when you start to feel that burn, I always say like, you have to push past that burn. And that's when you're going to get that pump. If you don't push past that discomfort and that burn, you're not going to get that pump. And so for people who that's, and that's where the growth happens. Exactly. Too. And yeah. so for people who want that growth, I'm like, you have to just push through it. You have to push through that, what you're calling pain, um, and know the difference between discomfort and pain. Like, know the difference between being worked and being strained. Like, there, you know, it's a, it's just, it takes, it takes time. It just takes time listening to your body and um, just pushing it a little bit harder to see what it feels like on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so, pre-workout, we'll kind of wrap this, this piece of it up. But pre-workout, you want to focus on your white and your green strains because it's going to be more geared towards energy, mood enhancement. Start with a low dose pre-workout, and as far as like timing, I would shoot for about 45 minutes to half hour before you uh, hit the weights or hit hit your run or uh, whatever you might be doing your wad if you're a CrossFitter. And then, um, you know, for me personally, uh, I would recommend not going past a, a teaspoon because that's in about that two to three gram range, which has been anecdotally and kind of shown to be a little bit more for the uh, energy and stimulation piece of kratom without going overboard into the where the, the sedation part comes into it yeah and i personally prefer green um i've tried white white's just a little bit too much for me so i personally especially if you haven't taken kratom before at all or if you haven't taken it for a workout i would recommend starting with like a quarter of a teaspoon just see how that feels then the next time you can try half a teaspoon, compare, see what you like better, if you like that half a teaspoon better, 
and you want to try a little bit more, you can, but just go slow. It's, it's not like you have one and done, you know, you can try it a handful of times and compare and see how it feels for you. Yeah. And okay. So we, we hit on pre-workout a little bit. Now let's talk about how we can use it for uh, recovery and post-workout. We talked, a, a, you know, I, I'd say it's like a, a pretty good extent about how we use kava uh, post-workout and especially into the evenings to kind of recover from exercise because it's very relaxing for the body, for the mind. So Kratom, you know, kind of along the same lines, right? A lot of people use it for that pain relief. They use it for relaxing, anxiety. Now, your red strains are going to be a little bit more geared towards the the pain relief side and also more for like the um, sedation piece, right? So uh, your reds, I probably wouldn't use pre-workout unless like you're like a weird responder and you get energy from it. Which it, is possible, it's but, possible. but not likely. <laughs> your reds are going to be more geared towards your winding down, right? So think about... Think about post-workout, think about maybe more towards the evening time or even like on your off day, your recovery day, uh, and you're, you're not wanting to, you know, be using stimulants or be, you know, too energized. You just kind of want to take it easy. That's where your red might come in hand, right? So post-workout use, just like it sounds, uh, you know, obviously prioritize your post-workout nutrition, your actual like food, getting your food in. And then, you know, what's cool about Kratom is it doesn't need to be taken on like an empty or a full stomach. It's still going to, you're still going to get the effects of it. And, and I, you won't have negative side effects. Like if you take it on an empty, empty stomach, like a lot of, you know, medicines you might. Yeah. And really just where the reds come into play is, uh, I think we've all been there, you know, when you've had a really hard workout and you just want to relax from it. Uh, you might have, you know, uh, muscle soreness. Or even some pain, you know, if you're kind of like working around an injury, but you still kind of want to get in the gym, you can use uh, the Kratom to kind of help that pain relief, uh, which might help you just kind of get on with your day more. Or what I kind of, you know, uh, like to talk about too is active recovery. So let's say like you hit legs really hard on Saturday. Now Sunday, you're probably going to be super sore. It's not a bad thing, right? Um, it means you, you know, you work yourself and you got there now you might want to do like an active recovery active rest day so maybe go for a walk well having some kratom might help you a little bit just kind of like get the, the muscles a little bit more relaxed where you can actually go and move around a bit more yeah because you know when you're sore the last thing you want to do is move but that is what is going to help you is moving and getting that blood flowing that's going to help you feel better but again it's challenging when you're sore you don't want to get up and move and walk so this can be, like Charles said, just a way to sort of, you know, ease you into that and help you feel better in order to sort of do the active recovery. Now, I don't want people to use this as a way to overtrain because you can very easily, yes. you know, the idea, a lot of people chase that soreness and it's natural for you to feel sore when you're doing a new exercise, when you're lifting a heavier weight, like that's natural, that's normal, or maybe you just pushed extra heavy that day that's okay but you don't want to be super sore every single workout it's really not good if you are that sore every workout you you're probably overtraining or you're not doing the right style of workout for your body so i don't want this to be an excuse for people to overdo it and overtrain it's still really important that you you know listen to your body and respect what it's telling you but on those you know days when you did push hard it is good to have those days um this can be a way to sort of 
help your body ease out of it and recover from it. Yeah, and with that being said too, um, even using Kratom, I wouldn't say this is something that you should rely on, right? So you shouldn't rely on Kratom pre-workout. I would save it for like maybe days where, you know, it's gonna be a really, you know, hard training day, but like, you know, just like, you know, uh, stimulants and pre-workouts and stuff like that, like you wanna take like tolerance breaks, right? And especially with Kratom, um, if you're falling if you're falling into the trap or if you're falling into the mindset of like, oh, I can't get a good workout unless I'm taking my Kratom or, uh, you know, I need my Kratom to go work out, that's where you might want to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, like, let me reassess. Let me take a little break and let's go back to just using Kratom, like, you know, maybe on leg day or when I have like a big back day to do deadlifts or something like that. Same with the recovery, right? There's, there's a difference between, I would say, like, you know, really being in pain uh, and then just, like, you know, being sore from, like, a heavy heavy day. Uh, you know, if if you're using Kratom every single day just after a normal workout for an excuse to be like, oh, I need the recovery, so I need the Kratom, again, that's where you might want to step back, be like, okay, do I, do I really need it or am I just telling myself that I need it, right? Save it for like again when like you are really sore or like you you know you are having a hard time recovering, and then use it. Uh, you know that's just kind of my opinion. Like I wouldn't be using it every single day, finding every single excuse to to bring it into the the routine. Yeah, and then I think it kind of loses its effect in the sense that if you're using it, if you're overusing it, then it's not going to be like, oh man, I got like this, you know extra intensity this workout you know it's gonna your body's gonna get used to it so you also want to keep it fresh and new for your body me personally i i don't use it often for like pre and post workout when i do use it is you know when i'm on my lady days especially you know if you're cramping and the last thing you want to do is go to the gym but again that movement is going to help you but you're in pain you don't want to do that then i'll use some kratom or if my allergies and i'm super stuffed up if i'm in you know uncomfortable for some reason and i still want to go to the gym that's when i'll i'll use a little bit of kratom to just help me get over that discomfort um and get to the gym or same thing with you know recovery especially like i use it the most honestly in my my monthly lady days that's when you do use it the most <laughs> and you know some people might disagree and they might you know say they and again, like it's it's personal responsibility on using any of this type of stuff. Uh, so, like again, it's up to the user. You have the freedom to use it how you want. This is just sort of our perspective on it. Which is again why we're not necessarily encouraging you to use it. We are just educating you if you choose to. Yeah. So, again, if you like Kratom pre-workout or you like to use it in your recovery, you know, let us know how. Um, you do it, how you prep it, um, kind of like how you fit that around your schedule, what strains you like. Uh, you know, I, I know for me personally, like, you know, I like a white strain pre-workout, uh, over green, like Heidi, uh, just cause I like more of that, like focus and energy. Um, and then I'm really not a big fan of like reds in general because they just kind of make me a little too sleepy, but like every once in a while, like for a day where I'm just like hanging out, like, yeah, I'll do a red, but. Uh, it's not like an everyday thing for me. Yeah, so that kind of brings us into just recovery in general. I think recovery is super important, and it's something that people tend to forget about. And just to remind everyone, again, your muscles aren't growing when they're doing the work. 
they're growing when you let them recover. So if you never let your muscles recover, they never have a chance to, to grow and you're, you're inhibiting and limiting your potential. And I know that sounds crazy, but you know, people, you know, studies show that people who go from working out seven days a week to four or five days a week and actually give their body a break, they actually see an increase in growth because their body has a chance to relax and recover. Recover. <laughs> yeah. And also like, uh, sleep yes so key so so key. i just i just want to throw that out there too like uh, before we kind of get into like the workout splits and everything if you are not prioritizing your sleep uh you're wrong like sleep is where you recover so. yeah your body heals like sleep is it's the natural medicine like you can take all the kratom and all the protein and whatever but if you're not sleeping it's not going to do anything like that's the ultimate healing power for your body is sleep yeah and that's a whole nother episode like to get into sleep and everything it does but yeah we should we should do like a sleep hygiene episode i'll get off my soapbox <laughs> i just want to say that make sure you're sleeping yes i know people always kind of laugh at us because we we like our bedtime routine starts at 8 30 and we're like in bed by 8 45 but we, granted, also, we also wake up at four in the morning. Yeah, we also wake up very early. But we want to make sure we get that sleep. So a lot of people might, you know, stay up till 10. But anyways, we digress. So we thought that that brings us to, you know, what is the best body part split for you? So like, how should you organize your workouts? Uh, so I'll just give sort of my trainer perspective. When I have clients, before I create their workouts, I first ask them, like, how many days a week do you want to aim to get to the gym? Now, when you're coming up with your own schedule, don't don't come up with days that you think you need to be at the gym. Just come up with a schedule that's going to work for you because it's not going to work if you plan to get there, but you don't actually get there. So the idea is look at your week and think about the days you want to schedule and you should feel like 90 to 100% sure you're going to get to those workouts, whether they're at home or at the gym, at, you know, every day that you schedule. So if you want to get to the gym five days a week, I would encourage you to do more of like a body part split. And a body part split is, some people do like push-pull legs, which is another way of saying like back and biceps, chest and triceps, like shoulders, legs, things like that. Some people like to do full body. If you're doing a full body though, that's fine, but you need to give a day break. You shouldn't, you know, hammer the same muscle back to back. You need to give it about at least 24 hours to recover before you work it out again. Now, granted, if you do a back to back full body here and there, it's not going to be the end of the world. That's okay. But that shouldn't be like, you shouldn't do a full body workout five days a week back to back. You really need to let those muscles, you know, recover. Yeah. And I would, I mean, I would say too, like if you are doing full body which really should probably, I would say, like, three days a week probably, right? Like a Monday, Wednesday, yeah, Friday. Yeah, that's what if, – if I have people who want to do more than three days a week, I will do, like, an upper body, lower body split or a body part split. But in my opinion, I think if you're going to do full body, no more than three days a week. Yeah, and I would say, too, because I've done this also where I've done sort of, like, full body type things. And uh, this is going to get more nitty-gritty, but let's say, like, on the first day – uh, part of like the full body routine was I was hitting chest. Well, I would focus maybe on like um, like my upper chest, right? Uh, or you know maybe do focus on more like dumbbells 
or barbells. And then the next time I went around to the gym, I may focus on like lower chest and do like maybe more cables or body weight type stuff. Yeah, it's definitely good to, to mix it up. Um, I think that's an excellent point too. And that's something that I think people don't necessarily know, you know, like it's chest is chest. <laughs> well, there is like different levels of it. Same thing with shoulders. There's like a million different areas of your shoulders. So being able to... Well, three. Well, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's right. like a shoulder. It's just, it goes, it's not just like one, you know, one area. You can isolate different areas of that, you know, body part. Um, so, so those are typically like what I would recommend to break up your workouts is either... If you're going to do three days, two or three days, then do a full body. If you want to do four days, I would suggest like upper body versus lower body or a body part split. And when I do body part splits, you can either do it a four day body part split with back and biceps, chest and triceps, shoulders and core, legs and core, or a three day, which is kind of like a push pull legs, chest, triceps, shoulders, back and biceps and then um, legs, and you can you can honestly throw core into like every workout. That's not yeah. something that you can really like overtrain um, your core, but it is again really important to let those muscles have a break. And um, I think the only difference is people always say like, well, what's the difference? Is there what's better, body part split or full body? I think it's just personal. I personally like a body part split because I like to really really hammer those muscles. You know, when I do a full body. You can only really hit each body part like one time. Um, so I like to do like a back and bicep so I can get, you know, three to four exercises for the back and three to four exercises for the bicep. Whereas if I'm doing a full body, I can really only do like one back, maybe two biceps, you know, something like that. So it's really just about you. Like how hard do you want to hit those muscles? Yeah, I know um, a lot of people, you know, probably there, there's there's studies out there that will kind of show like any, any data you want, but... What I've always kind of leaned on and what I've always seen some of the most data come from is, because uh, for me specifically, I kind of focus more on like, you know, muscle growth and strength. And a lot of the data out there shows that hitting a muscle group twice a week is kind of ideal. Yeah. So I think, you know, obviously hitting that through a full body part split, you can do that. Uh, but for me personally, you know, I, I split it up like a body part split. Uh, that's how I like it. So I'll do uh, back and buys, chest and tries. And then I'll do shoulders its own day, but I'll typically throw abdominals in there and forearms and then do a leg day, right? And I usually try to take a, a day off, but uh, I just kind of do repeat that split. And I kind of work in like a, it's more of like an eight day cycle. Uh, so kind of like almost a week, but typically I'll try to hit, you know, that, that each body part twice a week. Um, or within that kind of like eight day cycle. And this is also another personal preference. So some of you might not agree with this, but I'm really big on not assigning a certain day to a certain weekday, if that makes sense. Yes. So like some people will be like, oh, every what's every Monday's chest day, right? Yeah, international chest day. <laughs> I don't like that because again, if you miss, um, let's say you always miss your Fridays and then you always miss your leg days, well, then you're never working your legs. So, so like with my clients, when they miss a workout, so with um, with my company co-pilot, I essentially can put workouts on your schedule. So if you miss a workout, I will readjust your schedule so that you start with that missed workout. Um, a lot of people will just jump to whatever's on the schedule, whatever's on the day, but I personally don't don't like that. I want you to, you know, go to that missed workout. So that way you're just going in the cycle. Um, so that's my personal opinion. Don't assign a weekday to 
a body part, just follow your cycle. If you miss it and now, you know, it's on Tuesday, like who cares? Just go with whatever you missed last. Yeah. And you know, ultimately it comes down to personal goals, uh, your schedule. Obviously the schedule is a big piece of it, right? Because, yeah. uh, it, you know, for a lot of people, it's just, you know, finding the time, finding what works for you. And like what Heidi said in the beginning, uh, what's actually conducive to you getting to the gym and completing these workouts. Uh, so if you know that, you know, you only have, you know, uh, three days a week to exercise, we well, should probably prioritize, you know, full body. That way you're hitting everything. Uh, if you have a nice schedule, you know, and you have time every day or, or you, you choose to make the time, uh, you know, five, six days a week. Yeah. You can, you know, get a nice, like little body part split going and really kind of fine tune that. Uh, but really it comes down to uh, ultimately like what we're saying is you also got to find something that's going to allow you to recover. Yeah. Because you can be in the gym uh, doing everything you can, but if you're not recovering, you're not going to you know really succeed. Yeah. So I personally, I think an upper body, lower body is also a good way to give you sort of that buffer. You can get in as little or as many days as you want. Um, so we'd love to hear from you guys, though, what you guys, how you break up your workouts, um, or maybe it's something that you never even thought about. It was something that I never thought about until, um, I say Charles was my, my original trainer, and so it wasn't something that I ever thought about until Charles started training me. So we'd love to hear back from you, um, so let us know. Yeah, and hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Like we said, we're going to try to do a little bit more episodes on Kratom, so I hope you enjoyed this today. We kind of try to make it a little bit more specifically around uh, working out but if you do have any more uh, questions or you know comments like send it to us especially on instagram we're active on there um or through the uh, spotify question and answer too we can hit you guys up that way all right guys have a good day all right see you